0: Hey everyone, Shavua Tov. We just finished a cycle of the Torah and Baruch Hashem. This past weekend we completed Bereshit. Now before we move on to the next parasha this week, I'd like to share a message I heard from Rabbi Joey Haber that I thought was groundbreaking. Uh, Rabbi Haber basically shared a deep idea from the Gaon Mavilna on the deep lessons found in the word Bereshit. Uh, Each letter of the word representing an intangible quality found within a person that if refined, could lead to a life of happiness and success. Amen. So let's dive right in. Bereshit, of course, starts with a bet. So the Gaon Mavilna says that the bet stands for bitachon. Like we said in previous audios, bitachon in basic English means trust, but we understand it to mean a little deeper, a complete reliance on Hashem. Right? We've been discussing this for a while now in Munan and so we know the benefits. But the Gaom Nevilna says that when a person has complete reliance on Hashem, one has peace of mind and happiness because we understand and accept everything is from Hashem. So instead of the stress and pressure that comes with trying to rely on our own capabilities, which are limited, or the anxiety that comes with relying on others and things of uncertainty and randomness like nature, Instead, we rely on Hashem, who we know is all-knowing, all-caring, all-powerful, so we have a calm, right? We have a, we have a calm to ourselves, God willing. So, so that's the first one, bitachon. The reish stands for ratzon, which means will, a person's will, right? A person's desire, yearning, internal fire that gives the person motivation to do and to work and to achieve and become great and grow and climb, Right? The Ratzon, the will that we all have, is crucial to our service of Hashem and to growing. Because we can't just set goals for ourselves that make logical sense and expect to do them. No. We have to meditate on the goals. We have to really understand them deeply. Why it's good for us. Why it's good that we achieve them right? Why is it so crucial to our goals to implement a good habit? Why is it vital to our lives to get rid of this bad habit, right? We need to meditate and visualize so strongly the need for us to grow and improve until there is this deep, fiery yearning and desire to achieve it. So that's razon. Another aspect of razon we could apply, like I mentioned, is in our service to Hashem, right? Like for example, when we pray Amidah, we shouldn't just read the words like an emotionalist robot. Please, Hashem, give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding. Please, Hashem, accept our teshuva forgive us. Please, Hashem, give us health. Please, Hashem, bless our business. Please, Hashem, bring Mashiach. Please return us to Israel. Rebuild, rebuild Jerusalem. Elevate the Sadiqim, Get rid of evil, etc., etc., right? I just mentioned a bunch of the Berachot and Amidah. And if we read them this way, with zero emotion, zero kavanah, zero feeling, and true feeling, then what does this prayer mean? Is equality? quality? How, how is this going to be answered? We have to fire up our wills, our ratzon. We have to, we have to really meditate on on why we want these things. Why do we want intelligence, knowledge, and wisdom? Why do we need it? Because it will make us good parents. It will make us good spouses. We'll be able to make better decisions for ourselves and for our families. We'll be able to understand Torah and mitzvot better, to keep them better. We have to meditate, guys. We have to fire the ratzon. Why do we want teshuvah and forgiveness? Because we're not perfect. In fact, we're imperfect, and we feel bad about it, and we appreciate the opportunity to be cleansed and forgiven. And we want to improve our flaws, and we want to better our thoughts, and our speech, and our deeds. We want to be kinder. We want to be more holy, more straight. When we pray, we need the Ratson. Health, also. Hashem, please give me health. What does that mean? Visualize it, Hashem. It's a complete miracle that I'm breathing. It's a miracle that I'm walking and functioning. Thank you. Please continue to bless me with health. Help me wake up in the morning feeling energetic and strong, feeling healthy and good. Help me continue to breathe properly. Continue giving me a strong immune system, a digestive system, sight, hearing. I mean, the list goes on and on. And what about mental health? Give me peace of mind, joy, optimism. Give me faith because Hashem, we need these things to take care of our lives, to take care of our families, to serve you, to learn Torah, to do mitzvot, to enjoy this world, to grow and become better people. I mean, we have a bad cold and a a, a bad headache. We can barely function. Imagine, God forbid, a person who loses his legs. Or God forbid, or even worse, crucial organs. God forbid. We we need to feel this when we pray. And the list goes on and on. In Amidah, three times a day, we pray to return to Jerusalem, bring Mashiach. Do we mean it? Do we really have this yearning and desire for the rebuilding of Jerusalem? We have to trigger our will. That's the Ratzon. Okay, let's move on. Aleph, Ahava. Ahava, we know, means love. Ahava means many loves. Ahavat Yisrael, right? Loving your fellow Jew as you love yourself, right? Ahav kamocha. Really loving other human beings. Accepting people for who they are. Hashem created all of us the way we are for a reason, like we said in previous audio. So when we judge or hate on another person, we're offending Hashem's creation. We're basically bashing something Hashem created. Hashem created everyone perfectly as they need to be. So we need to love and accept people that way. And same with us. Ahava means loving yourself, being patient with yourself, accepting your qualities and your challenges and your perceived flaws and of course it means appreciating yourself and the way Hashem created you, appreciating your personality, your character, your character traits, your natural skills, your talents, your abilities, your strengths and your natural inclinations, both the good and bad, both the Yetzirah and the Yetzirah Thank you Hashem for making me who I am, it's perfect for what I need to grow and achieve my greatest self. And then, of course, there's Ahavat Hashem, there's loving Hashem, serving Hashem out of love, truly doing things because we want to give back to Hashem for the infinite gifts we were given. And love for life and for the world, for existence. Love is key. Love can overpower anything. Next, Shin, Shetika, silence. Yes, silence. Silence means not yelling at your spouse when you feel triggered or upset. Silence means not losing your temper after getting angry and irritable when something unjust happens. Silence means not responding. Not responding even when someone bashes you or embarrasses you or shames you. And by the way, there's a ton of benefit and reward to not responding when someone bashes you or humiliates you. The Kabbalah says it all. The Kabbalah actually says, if a moment of anger arises and you stay silent, you're rewarded with wealth. Fact. Because there's levels to different worlds where different things come from. And, And the Kabbalah says that the same source in heaven that brings down wealth, also releases the emotion of anger from the dark side. Meaning there's a, whatever, there's two sides, there's a source where the two sides release certain things. So where wealth comes from, also anger comes from. So when we feel anger coming up, by staying silent, we're essentially replacing the anger from coming down with the pipe of of wealth. Meaning instead, wealth comes down the pipe. Kabbalah also says, which Rabbi Nachman and many sages talk about all the time, that when someone bashes you or embarrasses you or humiliates you privately or publicly, if you stay silent, If you don't respond, all the dinim, all the severe judgments in heaven are wiped out from your account. It's wiped off your chart, wiped clean. Because it's considered one of the biggest pains and sufferings and yesurin and affliction to be embarrassed. Especially when what's being said is false or improper. So if you bite your tongue and you don't respond and you let it pass, there's major reward that's coming your way. And then another example of staying silent could be avoiding Lashon HaRa, of course, and gossip. As tempting as it may be to bash this guy or share your frustrations about that girl to someone. Staying silent brings reward. That's, that's Shin. Next, Yud. Yira, fear. This could be Yira Chamayim, fear of heaven. It could be fear in general, right? Because when fear is used in healthy ways, it's, it's good. It keeps us in line and focused and careful. But the greatest fear here for the sake of this conversation would be Yirach right? Fearing Hashem. Of course, fearing your parents, fearing your elders and rabbis. And, and by the way, when we say fear, we don't mean uh, trembling, scared, anxiety, nervous, help me. No, no, no. That's the English secular definition of fear. Yira in Hebrew actually doesn't perfectly translate to fear. It's, it's, it's awe, it's respect, it's reverence, it's a deep, it's a deep respect. So, so, so that's the Yud. And then the Taf is Torah. Not Todah, which, you know, I thought that's what it was going to be because Todah, you know, thanks, gratitude. No, Torah, Torah. And Torah is key, we know. Torah it enters a person, it changes the person, rewires the person, it enters through your eyes and mind and then spreads across your entire body and your soul. We can all tell when a person is learning Torah, it changes the person. So that's the last letter for Torah, studying it, learning it, understanding it, applying it, practicing it, becoming it, and then spreading it and teaching it. That's, that's the goal. And these are all the keys to growing in life that, uh, that the Gaon Mavilna says we can learn from the word Bereshit. And what's awesome about these six ideas is they all feed each other, right? Bitachon, which is trust, can help you with Ahava, loving Hashem and loving others, right? Bitachon can also help with silence because you have trust that you're meant to hear this message or deal with this and it's all coming from Hashem and it's going to work itself out so there's no need to respond, right? Yira, fear, can also lead to staying silent. Yeah, I don't want to talk Lashon hara. there's consequences, whatever. So that's that's an interesting piece where they all sort of connected. Um, but what's also interesting is that they're opposite of each other, right? And this is what Rabbi Haber pointed out. Bitachon is leaving everything up to Hashem and razon is the fiery will we have to take control, go out there, take charge, conquer, win, right? Fear and love on a human level are also opposites. But again, they all connect, and and the key is finding the balance between all of them by mastering all of them we can live a balanced life of our hisad lut and of course then our imuna and and that's how we grow so That's it for today. Uh, I wanted to keep it under 10 minutes. Uh, We learned Bereshit. uh, The first word in the Torah teaches us major concepts for growth. You have Bitachon, which is trust. Ratzon, which is will. Ahava, which is love. Shetika, which is silence. Yira, which is fear and awe. And Torah, which is the lifeblood of our souls. Have a great week and uh, we'll talk soon.